Welcome to Study Religion, the podcast from the Department of Religious Studies at the University of Alabama. I am your host, Mike Altman, coming to you from my dining room in West Tuscaloosa, Alabama, about three miles from campus. Um, and this episode is uh, one I thought never was going to happen because I thought that the audio had been long lost due to some technical difficulties. But um, what I have are the lost tapes from American Examples 2020. Uh, so for those who don't know, American Examples is a uh, program, it's a series of workshops for early career scholars of religion in America, whatever that means, very broadly defined, religion in America, American religious history, American religious studies, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it's for any non-tenured scholars of religion in America. Um, it started in 2019 with one workshop that was focused on research. And then with generous funding from the Luce Foundation, it has expanded to include uh, not just a research workshop, but also one on teaching and one on public humanities. Uh, we launched the new expanded version this year in spring. We had a call for papers last fall, had the first group in here uh, this spring and uh, in, in March and right before uh, everything shut down, literally like the weekend before um, we had the first, the research workshop for the 2020 group. And um, we also brought in uh, a couple of people who had been part of the very, very first group in 2019. That was just, it was just a research uh, workshop. Uh, so we had Hannah Scheidt and Travis Cooper from 2019 come back and be part of the 2020 group, read the, um, read the research uh, uh, that was being circulated. So the way we do the research workshops is everyone shares a chapter length piece with the group of nine participants. And we spend about an hour on each, um, each essay, each chapter. Uh, and it's a really intense kind of research seminar that everyone gets this sort of focused time on their work and then it gets to see everybody else's work. And so uh, Hannah and Travis had done that in 2019. And then we, um, with the ex uh, then in 2020, they came back and sat in and helped for a day uh, during that research workshop. And we also took some time while they were here to talk about the program, uh, talk about what they got out of the program in 2019, what they thought of the program, how it fits into um, into the study of religion, into religious studies, into the study of religion in America. And then uh, after we recorded the interview, uh, all hell broke loose. And there were some technical difficulties with the recording equipment, apparently. And I thought that this um, recording and this interview had been lost uh, forever. And um, thanks to uh, Jack Bernardi, who is the American Examples Fellow. He's one of their MA students in, religious, in the Religious Studies Department here, uh, Religion and Culture MA students, who works with the American Examples program. He managed to dig through all the audio files that we thought were messed up and and salvaged a good portion of the interview so like uh like a lost fish uh recording somewhere uh we've dusted this off uh it's from uh march of 2020 it's from a pre-covid time um but i want to share this with everybody because right now right now as you're listening to this we uh, have a call for participants out for the 2021 cohort. And 2021 program will be virtual, but it will still have workshops uh, on research uh, where we'll share those chapter length pieces where you'll get intense feedback. 
not just from uh, other members of the group, but from wonderful mentors like Stephen Ramey and Vaya Tuna, who you'll hear about in the interview. Um, and we're going to also then do the public humanities and the teaching workshops. All that information is at AmericanExamples.ua.edu. That's AmericanExamples.ua.edu. Uh, and you can find application there, uh, find out about the workshops, about the program. Uh, it's open, like I said, to anyone who thinks they're studying religion in America, whatever that means to you. I don't know. Uh, and anyone who's not tenured. We do prioritize people that are off the tenure track. We welcome people who are in alt-act careers. Um, we, it is open to PhD candidates as well. So it's a, a wide range of folks. Um, so listen to this interview. It's about 20-some minutes long. Um, about This is from earlier this year talking about the 2019 program and the 2020 program. Um, and I hope it'll encourage folks to spread the word and apply uh, to be part of the 2021 American Examples cohort. Uh, applications are due October 31st. Again, more information at AmericanExamples.ua.edu. And with no further ado, I take you back in time to March of this year uh, for a conversation I had with Hannah Scheidt and Travis Cooper. Welcome to Study Religion, the podcast of the Department of Religious Studies at the University of Alabama. I am uh, Mike Altman, and I'm joined this morning uh, by two participants in last year's American Examples workshop who are here to help out with this year's American Examples 2020 workshop, Travis Cooper. Hi, Travis. How are you? Hello. Doing good. <laughs> and, and Hannah Scheidt. Hannah, how are you? I'm great this morning. Thank you. Um, can, uh, so to start off with, I was going to... Uh, I'd like for each of you just to like introduce yourselves, say who you are, what you're doing, and sort of um, so that our audience knows who you are and what you're doing. <laughs> Travis, go ahead. Okay. Um, hi, I'm Travis. Um, I'm a lecturer at Butler University in Indianapolis, and uh, I have a PhD in religious studies and anthropology. And my current my current research is studying in Columbus, Indiana, which is one of the top architecture cities rated by the um, the American Institute of Architects. So my project studies um, how how people are building architecture, kind of literally reifying ideology and stuff like that. So that's my current my current book project. And for American Examples, I presented one chapter of that. Cool. And Hannah. Hi, um, my name is Hannah Scheid. I'm currently lecturing at Lake Forest College, which is a small liberal arts school north of Chicago. I did my degree in religious studies um, at Northwestern. That's where I did my PhD. And um, my current book project, which was my dissertation, is about uh, the atheist network. So about how um, atheist culture um, is built through these media channels, kind of mul across multimedia platforms. And um, I presented a chapter from that last year at American Examples that was about um, atheist parenting blogs. So that's a little intro to my work. So it's great that you're both here. You both um, were part of the very first American Examples group. I'm just curious, um, what going into the American Examples thing, what did you expect? And then coming out of it, did, was it what you expected? What did you What did you get out of it? What was the, What was the whole thing from your perspective as someone who went through it? From my perspective as someone who organized it, it was just a lot of work. But from your <laughs> from your perspective, what was it? I mean, I guess coming into it, I expected kind of a diversity of perspectives on whatever this American thing is that we're calling, you know, 
with sneer quotes or what have you. What is the American? And I, th- I think I got that. I came away kind of pleasantly surprised and um, I don't know, I, I found it pretty rewarding to see how people are considering their own work American and it kind of expanded my own understanding of what that is, I guess. So I was surprised and I think it helped kind of benefited my work in that sense. What did you think, Hannah? What was your um, I think it met and exceeded expectations. From my perspective, it was a, um, a joyful, not a lot of work, actually. It was really nice to show up and just be kind of invited into this um, research family and supportive community. And I think that's, that's one of the challenges of, of being a young scholar, especially when you don't always know like where you're going to be next year. And sometimes you just left like a program that was, you know, you've been in for the better part of a decade. And to be, um, to kind of get a new research community where, um, you know, you have new resources to talk about some of the ideas that um, are really central to your work. I think um, that's what I was looking for, and that's what I found um, after the workshop last year with American Examples. So so thinking about, like, so you all came in with a chapter. Um, yours was from, Travis was from your next book. Uh, Hannah, yours was from the dissertation. Um, I'm curious, like, what sort of are there specific or specific things or, or maybe they're not specific but general things that shifted about those individual chapters those individual projects that came out of the workshop yeah um i can start i think for me i'd always kind of even though i was technically in an american religions track in my graduate program i'd kind of avoided the question of how my work was or was not american um and part of that had to do with the nature of my work is um, it's digital, it's through media, it's not geographically located definitely in that way. And I think um, although I study a primarily English-speaking network and although most people, um, a lot of the resources that I, or the sources that I read, um, you know, are by people who are located in America, a lot of them aren't. And so in that way, the network kind of, you know, sprawls across national boundaries the way that a lot of networks do now because of the nature of digital media um, and I think when I left when I left the workshop I had a new sense of how to call my project American and that was um, that it's not necessarily American in terms of geographic location or in terms of my sources like citizenship necessarily but that the way that my sources these um, atheists involved in these in these networks this culture, think about religion is is in a way very influenced by American culture. So the religion that acts as kind of the necessary foil to the atheism that is being constructed in this community, um, that religious foil looks very American. It's an, it's an imagined, but not necessarily an imaginary kind of Christian fundamentalism. And that's the religion that's used to kind of um, create atheism in in opposition, if that makes sense. So this was a new way for me to kind of think about the nature of my project as American, even though, um, even though, you know, all of the sources and the people involved in the project, the people creating this culture might not necessarily be American, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I think, um, so we've been going, like, we've been going back and forth as we're moving from the workshop phase to these, all these chapters becoming a publication, look for it next year, this time next year, hopefully. Um, and I remember when we were talking about your chapter that like it's both American there's this kind of American understanding of religion that these atheists are positing themselves against but that move to define yourself 
against this other thing mm-hmm. and like the whole idea of like that religion is the kind of religion that they imagine as like American Christianity or fundamentalism is actually not just American. So there's this interesting way I think in your project and a lot of them that you're both talking about the Americanness of the thing, but then also pointing towards these other bigger questions that aren't just questions for American religion. Um, that I think is really, um, really useful and really helpful. Um, Travis, what about you? What, how did this shape your project? That's pretty early on and going, I think. Yeah, it's still ongoing. Um, it really did have a hand in shaping it. So I was a little worried coming in, being the only person, if I recall, doing kind of the built environment, material culture in that sense. And um, I really got tons of good feedback, though. And really, if even if you're not studying architecture per se, everybody who was around the table was studying things like people and power structures and how material environments or infrastructure shape people in that sense. So I got a lot of feedback like that. Um, made some kind of neat network connections with people who um, <clears throat> the exam- the American examples people knew outside of that and stuff. So I made some good connections in that sense. But the specific one, um, Vaia Tuna, so she was studying, I think it was traditional societies in Greece, right? And she had tons of good kind of um, feedback for me and it helped me think about how monuments, whether they're buildings or statues or what have you, how they're made. And it's kind of this universal thing people are trying to kind of establish a sacred space in some sense. Sometimes it's political, sometimes it's religious, sometimes it's secular, all this kind of slippery language. But it was really cool to have this comparison, right, to think about something built, um, something being traditional versus modern, and her coming from the Greek context, but really having tons to say about my specific project in the Midwest. Yeah, that's a really good point. So one of the things I think sets apart American examples um, as a program is that we have mentors who are not Americanists. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and the, the, the year, um, last year it was Vayetuna who studies both ancient and modern Greece and the kind of relationship between the two Greek past. Uh, and then Stephen Ramey who does all sorts of stuff in, in sort of contemporary South, modern South Asia. Um, what was it like having, cause they sort of led the way. I tried to hold back. I tried to, you know, I was, my, I, I limited, tried to limit myself to sort of one comment per paper. Um, what was it like having these readers of your work who were not at all in the sort of American religion worldview who may have very different questions or concerns um, as they kind of came to your work who were kind of directing the conversation? I found that so valuable and so fun too. I think um, part of the adjustment that was hard for me in grad school is as you kind of decide on a field and then narrow down to a project, there's the sense, you know, of narrowing of like that the breadth of your study is going to be is is going to be diminished. And I found that kind of a hard adjustment coming from undergrad where I was just curious about everything. And, you know, and religious studies, too, is just this like so many diverse perspectives and subjects of study. And um, and I've always really valued kind of exposure to or those kind of cross pollination moments. And um, and I loved I loved that in the American Examples workshop, actually. I mean, some of the moments like Travis was talking about where you see these connections that you just wouldn't have thought of if you're, um, you know, if you're more limited to a subfield. Yeah, yeah, I agree, too. So the, the interaction with Vaya was one of the most valuable, I think, that I had. And then I even remember Stephen Ramey, um, I mean, having tons of, good, tons of good kind of feedback on the project in terms of power and how we're theorizing the terms we're using and stuff. 
So I thought that was what was cool, is moving out of the context from the American to kind of the global sphere, which is what I teach in right now. Mm -hmm. So that, that moment, I think, was particularly useful for me. And I think those moments can be elucidating in that they can tell you, um, they can both help you kind of expand so that you can really see the theoretical um, import of your work in a more expansive sense, but it can, the people from outside the field can also let you know what's confusing or lacking in your work because you know, we develop this kind of insider language or these assumptions about what people know and what they think yeah. about our topics. Yeah, there was, it does make you um, have to come to terms with sort of when you throw names around or things around or citations around, like that, that, that kind of, uh, which I think makes your work more accessible. I mean, one thing I, um, one thing I try, I've, I've thought about, especially last year, because everyone last year, no one last year was tenure track. We only we kept it only people who were not on the tenure track. Um, we've since expanded it this year with because we had more spot more spots. But um, but when you go on the job market you're not you're never going to be interviewed by other American like very few places have multiple American Amer quote unquote American religion people so the ability to like make that move up that shows a colleague in biblical studies ancient Greece South Asia whatever that like what you're working on is something they could talk to you about too I think it's is a real benefit um, and I think it's something that um, that I think we've seen with the folks that we've hired here and I was hoping would be helpful for folks going forward um, coming out of the program. Um, I'm curious, uh, sort of stepping back, like how do you see what American Examples is doing kind of fitting into um, the larger field of American religious history or religion, whatever we want to call this thing of that, that of, of this sort of amalgam of jobs and journals and books and, and people? Like where do you see American religions fitting into that larger subfield? You don't. It doesn't. <laughs> you know, I think that the field of American religion, religions, is has for a while had kind of a re, been starting a bit of a reevaluation. Um, yeah. No. So the appraisal thing, I think, is important. So if you think of this, is maybe too simplistic, but if you think of American religious history, especially history coming out of church history, right? That's kind of the lineage we're dealing with. And it seems like just, I mean, it's been going on, a re revisiting reappraisal, but I think just recently we're getting kind of to the new, which is cool. So we have American Examples is one. We have the new American Religion Journal, um, which we've been talking about a little bit, is another way to kind of refocus the American mm -hmm. on the maybe something else. The old stories are still going on. Um, but I found, I think that American Examples is kind of one of the most promising venues of what um, the religion in the Americas track could be, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, or, no, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, what I'm thinking is that the, um, the way the program has expanded this year to include these other kind of groups uh, apart from research is that... Um, it opens American, the field of American religion or American religious history up to be involved in these bigger conversations, um, you know, these bigger theoretical comparative conversations, right? And like Travis says, then it's not a, just about church history. It's not about institutional history necessarily. And I think that this is something that is really important, not just in the ac academy and not just for American religions as a field, but, you know, brings what we do into, um, you know, into the larger public, into um, the under, in, for undergrads as well. Um, 
you know, and I, I see in my own teaching, I've realized that kind of subconsciously without even thinking about it, the way that I've designed both the courses I'm teaching this semester is to get deep into American case studies and then to ask the students to think about, um, you know, how that changes their thinking about contexts outside the American context. Yeah. You know, because I think that's a very accessible way for people to, um, to start with something that they know, start thinking differently about something that they know, and then to use those kind of whatever theories um, methods, frameworks of thinking that they that they build from that what's familiar to start thinking about something unfamiliar. Yeah, the, the shift to teaching I, I found deeply challenging because I realized that if I'm not happy with the way I'm doing my rel American religious history course, like I want to head towards a model like you're saying, where it's not necessarily driven by narrative, but by case studies that have larger theoretical questions. So, you know, um, and I already know, like I have my, we all have our favorite moments or case studies or people or events to talk about and it's like man it'd be way better if I just pulled those out then tried to knit together some sort of larger narrative I just uh now I'm doing this I don't have time to redo my syllabus so <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hoping we get to the teaching workshop I'm just gonna like learn a lot because we'll have really good mentors uh uh Emily Cruz and Miranda Simmons and then we're also having the other two other people who were in last year um uh Samaj Chaudhary and uh Priya Prasad are coming back so they can teach me stuff and I won't have to, then I'll know how to make my syllabus better for next time. So we have um, this edited volume coming out um, in the uh, in the spring. Hopefully I'll have an announcement about who it's coming out with. We haven't actually got it under contract yet, but the manuscript is almost done. Um, how is the public, like how, uh, what do you think about this, this model of workshop to publication? Um, was, was that useful? Was it stressful? Were you worried about the publication process, the practicalities of it, dissertation, chapters, and books. Like, how did that, how did, what was that like for you? Um, for me, it was pretty straightforward since I'm, I have this project forthcoming. It's a book, right? And um, the chapters are all kind of in the air at the moment. So, this was a nice way to focus down and kind of put some bounds on what one chapter would be. So, that was nice. It just kind of grew as a, na a natural outgrowth out of that. And then um, coming into it, really, we had, was it this, how many people did we have? Six total? Yeah, six. Yeah, so it was like getting six kind of sets of peer review comments, almost, mm -hmm. I mean, so to speak, and then the mentors as well. So really, when you're done with it, you're getting tons, tons of feedback, like I mentioned earlier. And I think that was pretty useful. Much more than you'd actually get with a journal article or something like that, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, I thought it was useful too, and very straightforward, kind of easy to um, easy to figure out. And I liked that um, we had this publication as kind of like the vision, the goal, um, because then you leave the workshop and the work continues, kind of, and you have a there's a definite means of that you're gonna a way that you're gonna process what we talked about. Um, and also, you know, the chapter the the chapter that we talked about mine. Um, last year will be a chapter in my book it'll be but it'll be different than I think the version I'm editing for the collected mm -hmm. manuscript um, in a way that takes into account these kinds of um, you know the importance of larger theor theoretical questions and kind of the comparative value of that chapter um, and in that and then that way I like being able to take a different perspective or find a different value in that chapter than than strictly what it does for the book project if that makes sense is your, since yours is closer to the the end of the project than Travis's, is are you has what you're doing in that chapter for the American Examples volume has that fed back into the larger framing of the whole book, 
or is, is it more of a like, well, I do the American examples thing and then the book is doing its own thing? I mean, I think there are definitely ways that it's kind of helped me understand what the bigger questions of the project are, which we were talking about earlier today is kind of even it, oddly, it's like the last thing you're still thinking about <laughs> at the end of the project yeah. that you've been working on for five years. You're still thinking, what is the big what? message? You know, yeah. what is important about? <laughs> I this? felt like I knew when I started, but now I'm not so sure anymore. Right, and I think you know, it's and it's obviously it's a, it's natural and okay that it, if that that morphs or changes, but um, but yeah, my involvement in the workshop I think definitely helped me clarify or yeah. So, all right, so our, our last question, because uh, we're running out of time because I couldn't find a microphone that worked. Um, but uh, so what would you say uh, to, you know, we've, we're, we've opened the program up now to people from assistant professor all the way down. We Basically, if you don't have your book published yet, we want you. Um, what would you say to folks who are thinking about or who are in the field um, to encourage them to apply. <laughs> what would be your, your, your words uh, about the program? If you're wondering, does my project qualify? It probably does. I'm sure it does. And in fact, the more you're questioning, the more it probably does fit. Yeah, you know? I, I really want, I've said this before we started recording, I really want the American Examples chapter on Jonathan Edwards <laughs> or George Whitfield. Yeah. Like, it, we do seem so far to attract, you know, atheism built, you know, uh, we had Caribbean, we have a bunch of Caribbean stuff this year and last year, um, which is great. I love that. But I would love to put that work alongside s content or subjects that are more like, you know, old school. I don't know what they're, where they're right. Yeah, I think a lot of the projects last year were, I think I said this in one of my reflections on, on the workshop, were on the boundaries. Like mine is is it even really about religion? Right. You know, is it really about America? Right. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and so if your project is on the boundaries, apply. But also if your pro if your project is so much in the middle that you're like, you know, questioning, apply too because again it's all about comparison and. Yeah, I don't have anything super inspiring to say. But <laughs> just apply. <laughs> you're gonna get a <laughs> you're gonna get a good interaction. You won't regret doing it. It's a good yeah. program. So. Awesome. Well, thank, uh, thank you all for doing this, for being patient with some of our technical difficulties. Um, you know, everything about this project is an experiment. The chapters are experiments. The workshops are experiments. The podcast is an experiment. <laughs> so thank you for being part of the big... The food is great. Oh, yeah, the food is great. Thank you. Um, we have catering this year, so I'm excited. Um, yeah, but thank you all so much uh, for taking the time to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Study Religion is a production of the Department of Religious Studies at the University of Alabama. For more information on our department, go to www.religion.ua.edu or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rel at ua. For more information on American Examples, go to americanexamples.ua.edu. Have a comment or a question about the podcast? You can email us at religiousstudies@ua.edu or reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at, at @studyreligion. If you've enjoyed the show, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or and leave us a comment and a rating. And you can also find us on Spotify, so make sure to subscribe there too. Study Religion is produced by me, Mike Altman, with help on this episode from Keely McMurray and Jack Bernardi. Special thanks to Travis Cooper and Hannah Scheidt. Our opening theme is Two Minute Warning by Stefan Kartenberg, and the closing theme is Saturday Night by Texas Radio Fish. 
Both are used under Creative Commons license. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to apply to American Examples and Roll Tide. I'm the one from Chicago.